go. Hello. And welcome to our podcast. I forget what our podcast is named every time. K and J talk about stuff. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. That's our theme That's song. That's our theme song. Work in progress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. All right. Let's dig right into it. Great. This week, we are talking about two new albums. What are those albums? Talk. Tell, tell the people what those albums are. Ah. Okay, so I assigned you uh, The Party by Andy Schauf. Schauf. I should have looked up the pronunciation of his last name before this. but it's We're okay. going to go with Schauf. Let's just Schauf. say it's Schauf. <laughs> Great. He has nice. weird pronunciation anyway, so it's okay. Um, That's all good. And you assigned me Get Lifted by John Legend, not John Lennon. John Legend, one and only. Wonderful. All right. Should we Would dig like right to into start? it? Yes. Sure. All right. I wrote some notes here. Good. So Andy Shelf, The Party. Okay, so this was another along the lines of uh the one of those albums that i had to listen to repeatedly in different places in the car at home while i was coding while i was running errands (laughs) it just needed a lot of repeat listening and uh it definitely got better as i listened yeah um it's very relaxing it's 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 much it's very (laughs) much like i could put this on it Yes, very relaxing albums. And I think it's definitely music that I can just put on in the background at a party, no pun intended. And it would just be one of those like atmospheric kind of albums where like, oh, there's kind of like some noises in the background that's like, oh, cool, there's music, but it's not yeah, music like that you music. have to actively listen to. It. What's up? Yeah, it's like mood music. Exactly. It was mood music. All right. So. Uh, songs I liked, I wrote them down here. Should I just get right into it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Favorite song on the album, Quite Like You. Number one, by mm-hmm. far. I really like track four. Um, yeah. It was really catchy. Really good vibes. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I just really liked it. I, it reminded me a lot of uh, Sandra Lursch. I don't know if I ever introduced you to Sandra Lursch. Have you heard of Sandra Lursch? I do not know Sandra Lersh. Okay, all right. You you can listen to that after this. He has a great album. Uh, it's called Two Way Monologue. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. But it's very much that like it feels like it was recorded in a basement of like people living in some urban city in their twenties. It just feels very much like a mood of a particular time, and it's like catchy, yeah. but it's not in your face. It's very much like lo-fi catchy garage rock kind of thing i was into it very into it um second one i really like early to the party now Mm. when i listened to the song the first couple times i didn't know why it sounded so familiar and then when i really listened to it again i realized that it reminded me of time by pink floyd time oh interesting yeah 
Yeah, from uh, Dark Side of the Moon. And it's just like that melody is like, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. It's like that's exactly the melody that's in the chorus of Time of Pink Floyd. And it even has the same kind of vibe in the middle where it's just like a mellow orchestra sound. And uh, yeah, it was really good. It was almost like a remix of Pink Floyd's Time uh, mm-hmm. with slightly different I, have, I will have to go back and listen to that. Yeah. To both of these songs. And then... Yes, very good. And then third favorite song, Twist Your Ankle. Really good. Um, very memorable piano. Yes. And then like the do-do-do, the do-do-do part with the piano interchange. Really good. Um, I have six. I have six favorite songs. So I'm just going to quickly go through them. Six? Uh, begin. <laughs> yeah, six. There's only like, how many songs are on this album? Like 10? Yeah, 10. There's not, there's not that many. Okay, so six out of 10. I was really into Mm-hmm. And the other four were kind of like pretty good. for me. Six, take six out of ten. That's not bad. Yeah, we'll take that. Uh, Begin again, like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked uh, how, like, in the middle of the song, there's like a huge crescendo swell. Yeah. And then he says the words "begin again." I'm like, oh, yeah. that's kind of clever. I like that. And there's like this like absolute pause where like. When I first was like listening to that song, I always thought the song would be like over, and then it like starts over again. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it does that. I think twice. I think he mm-hmm. does that swell twice. Uh, really clever. I enjoy that. Again, the first few times I listened to it, I didn't really like picked up on all the nuances, and then when I heard these melodies again because I heard, it was familiar, I was like, oh, this is oh this is really creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, next one to you. I like the to you. And uh, I like the melody and the change in the mood mid-song. And there's like some horns in there. Really well done. And last one, Eyes of the Mall. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Mm. I, I really like it. It's small things in songs that get me. It's just like the Still Woozy song where I was like, oh, there's this part in the middle that's like in Spanish and it feels <laughs> bossa nova. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that 20 seconds, I'm all in, right? <laughs> this one, it's more... Uh, there's a chord change at the end of the song when basically it's like the last two bars of what he says and the song ends and I was like wow yes I I love this minor chord change I'm not sure if it's a minor chord change but it's a chord change at the very end that's super subtle and it's like a great ending and I really think it's underrated when songs end really well it's kind of like you pull that off and it's just like a sneaky thing but like a lot of people don't get to the end of the song but if you get there oh this song ends really well so i appreciate that so shout out for eyes over the mall so that's that's my recap i like andy shelf i think i'll put this on uh as work music because it doesn't force me to actively listen to it which is great um yeah i enjoyed it yay thumbs up yay yay i don't what did you think of um, Andy Shelf. I well, talked a lot. Tell me about Andy Shelf. I don't remember the chord change at the end of Eyes of the Mall, so I have to listen to it. You'll have to yeah. listen to it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'll start with like the preface to like how I like found out about Andy Shelf. Um, yes, please. So this was at the beginning of freshman year. I was like walking down my hallway to my dorm and my like neighbor i guess but several doors down was like playing music really loudly through their like door and they were playing begin again and i was like this is like 
really catchy so not like catchy but like arresting in some manner so i shazammed it which is like kind of creepy standing outside their door like listening to the music but it was very loud <laughs> um and they also played like really strange like african rock and stuff they just had like weird music taste but um so i went back and i listened to it and like this one song just like really got me so like begin again is definitely my favorite song from this album um hey nice yes um i would say my second favorite is to you because like mm. i just like i feel like when i listened to it first the the like the melody really got me but also like the lyrics like i was like super into the lyrics because it mm. i feel like it describes like this feeling that is like super universal i don't know maybe it's like a bro feeling but like i don't know like it, like when you're with your friends and stuff i don't know if you like listen to the lyrics of to you but it's like you want to express like your love for like your friends but like the society culture like doesn't really allow you to like like truly express like how you feel and stuff anyway i really like the lyrics of that song so um, that's a that's a great point and i i think I should definitely go back and listen to the lyrics more intentionally, but he sings at such a low level. It's hard <laughs> for me to listen for the lyrics. Yeah. I feel like that's more like a mixing thing. Like his, his, his uh, guitar chords and his piano and everything else is very much uh, up top. And he kind of sings down here. So yeah. it's almost like I was saying before, it's atmospheric. Like if the vocals are too prominent, I can never pay attention to them or like it, it forces to me to listen to the music too much. That's why I could put this on in the background and it would be fine. But yeah, I should definitely go back and listen for the lyrics because I'm reading it now. I see what you're saying. This makes a lot of sense, yeah. what you just said. I feel like it's a it song fits... about friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost like unrequited, but like, I don't know. Um, yeah. He Okay, if you listen to his singing he has very interesting pronunciation and i'm not sure if it's like particular to like where he's from or something but like his mm -hmm. pronunciation of some things is very weird and once you hear it like you can't really think of like anything else when you hear that um yeah he's from saskatchewan canada huh maybe that's it nice. i don't know what saskatchewanians sound like <laughs> I don't either. I'll take your okay. word for it. That is very particular. Again, it's very low. I have to go back and like really turn the music up. Yeah. Yeah. But no. His melodies are very good. I will have to go back and re-listen the lyrics closer. Yeah. Okay. My third And I only okay. remember begin again is because he says the word begin again and there's like no <laughs> instrumentals. I'm like, oh that's the that's the song title. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that right, is definitely go a plus. No, you're good. Yeah, go um, for it. Sorry, I interrupt you. Go ahead. You're okay. I my third favorite song is "Quite Like You," cause it's a bop. But um, it's so catchy. <laughs> it's so catchy. It's so catchy. It, it's my favorite. Like, it's so good. It originally like I wasn't really like vibing with it that much, but like after a few listens, it like really is like pretty catchy. Um, but that gave me a lot of Bell and Sebastian vibes. This yes. whole album gave me Bell and Sebastian vibes. 
I feel like I don't know if you like listen to the album in order, but like I did. I okay. I did. Cool. This felt like an album you had to listen to in order. Yes. Because it's basically like the progression of the party that Andy Shelf is describing. And I thought that was really cool. I really like albums that like tell a story, which was like what Get Lifted did, which I thought was pretty cool. Um so like I don't know. Like I feel like the his style of music really fits this sort of party that like this character is attending cuz um there's like the element of longing where he like really likes this girl that like his best friend is dating and like clearly he doesn't treat him well or something. But um like he really likes this girl. And then also like when it gets to like to you it's talking about how like he like wants to connect with his best friend and stuff but um mm-hmm. i don't know his best friend is like kind of a douche but like <laughs> <laughs> it i don't know it just captures like the like a bit of like awkwardness that you feel at a party when you like don't really feel like you fit in and stuff and you're just trying to like go with mm-hmm. the vibes um and you see all these people like around you like enjoying themselves and stuff but like you don't really know what to do mm-hmm. um which is it's like starts really early like early to the party like the, literally like the title just like conveys the awkwardness that you feel yeah yeah <laughs> totally totally you get that sense of like it this is just a dude who's like in the corner at the party thinking about the music that he's going to write later about the party and how awkward it was yeah. that's that's the vibe that you get from the whole album it's like so it's like a little this party sucks i want to go <laughs> yeah but it's yeah. it's very relatable because we've 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 all been in situations where we're just uncomfortable and we're like mm-hmm. yeah this is not really for me yeah definitely so but like there's also I, that I, like I, yeah element of like longing that you feel in the music um especially with like mm-hmm. the love interest or whatever and like just like trying to relate to other people so like i don't know i think it translates well in his music mm. Mm. definitely definitely i agree with that definitely yeah so that's cool. my take on the party <laughs> all Good right stuff. all right get lifted why don't you why don't you john legend get lifted why don't you go first Okay, okay, I need to pull up the... Well, I, I feel like I can remember the, um, my top three off the top of my head. Okay, so my top favorite definitely has to be Ordinary People. Like, was there even a competition? I feel like no, combined no, with the element <laughs> of like, nostalgia and like, just like the piano and the vocals like by itself, it feels like super raw and like, a stark contrast from the rest of the album um yeah and i feel like it's definitely like a turning point or like the start of the turning point in the story that he tells throughout the album so that was mm. that was cool and i also appreciated his becoming like i don't know i feel like i have more to say on like the story that he is telling but i like the direction that he is going in starting from this song i don't know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. The second and, half is much better than the yeah. first half. <laughs> um, and then follow-up, runner-up, runner-up to that would be Stay With You, because also, like, the second half of this album is, like, great and beautiful. I love it. 
um, that was just like a vibe to listen to. And it's also like going with the softer vibe that like he creates um, later on when he is more like penitent and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then my third favorite is Let's Get Lifted because that's just like, it feels like a party to like listen to that like straight off the bat. I guess like there's the prelude, mm-hmm. but like Let's Get li- Lifted, like when I heard that, um, just like going into the album, I was like, this is like a party. It was great. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess like talking about like the album itself, it was like definitely like not what I expected from like the John Legend that I know. But admittedly, like I only really like am familiar with his like I guess more modern, not really that modern. It was like twenty fourteen or something. Um, yeah. Or like post like getting married. Chrissy Teigen or something. I don't really know. They're just like yeah. mellow and like about like love and like commitment and stuff. And then like yeah. I came into this album like expecting like something like that. And then also knowing that like like the only track that I knew on this album was like Ordinary People. So I thought it would be like those guys where it's like piano and like vocals. Um, but then it was not. And I did really like the melodies and like the beats and everything and just like the it was like really fun to listen to but like if you like pay attention like to like the lyrics and stuff it's like a little like it's okay pretty problematic <laughs> yeah it's no, yeah, yeah i kind of wish like that a little like, uncomfortable to like i kind of wish that i could kind of give like you John half of this album but again like you're right you're, that, that, that's the thing about these albums right like they're they're a representation of the person as a whole so i feel like it wouldn't be fair if i just said hey i'm gonna cherry pick some songs from this album from this first album of this artist that i really like i don't think that would have been fair i think right. you have to kind of you kind of have to examine artists by their collective work instead of like nitpicking certain things and i i completely agree with you half of this album is very problematic and I do not agree with any of the <laughs> things that he's saying. In them. But the other half is really good. And it's very sweet. Yeah. It's like, it's the message in the other half of the album is very sweet. The, like, right. Like, number one, not great. <laughs> um, she Don't Have to Do It, not great. Used to Love You, eh. I mean, okay, that's fine. You're just saying that you don't love her like you used to. That's fine. Yeah. But like, yeah. But then the flip like, side all of that right is like, is like mm. <laughs> yeah, that's like the middle part where Kanye kind of gets involved. That's where it just go like goes off the rails. Oh my but goodness, Kanye. I understand that like the song with Kanye, Kanye was so weird. Kanye. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, but again, right? Like it's 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 good that we have to reflect on these people as whole human beings instead of putting them on a pedestal. It's like, hey, these people have some pretty problematic songs. That's not okay, but that's part of who they are. So I think it's important to to listen to those songs and be like, yeah, I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like, Uh, they were like, still like, music wise, a bop, but yeah, just like the words are like, questionable sometimes. a lot like, of r&b is very problematic to, um i think it was like this is what i'm noticing i can change yeah yeah 
And then he just like straight yeah. up says the word penis. And then I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was like very, con- I just like stopped for a second and then like yeah. think about it. Yeah, it was, it was strange. You have, to, you have to get past it. Yeah. I mean, I coming into this, I knew that when I, when I gave you this album to listen to, I knew that there were going to be problematic parts. But I do feel like it would, it would be unfair of me to just tell you, hey, I'm going to make you a mixtape of like John Legend wholesome songs. Right? Yeah. yeah. It defeats the purpose of like listening to people, listening to artists in their whole album. So mm-hmm. yeah, I completely agree with you. But I think it was important to listen to the whole album because that's, you know, that's how I discovered it. And in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, a lot of this was wrong. And a lot of this is like seeing these things and like, yeah, I don't agree with this song at all. <laughs> so I'm just going to go ahead and listen to these other tracks in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely yeah. like Anyways. past ordinary people, like those were like great songs. So, yeah. And it makes me It like, should have just been an EP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it makes me feel good now, like, looking upon John Legend and Chrissy Teigen and just, like, seeing them as, like, the model couple. Like, they're amazing. Right. So. Right. Hashtag goals. Yeah. At least yeah. there's that. <laughs> At least there's that. And to be, and, and to give to his credit, uh, his follow-up albums, like, once again, is way more wholesome. And yeah. Evolver is as well. Uh I think this was him kind of like the reason I really wanted you to like listen to this was really for the second half. Like Ordinary People is an all-time track. Uh, I guess I'll start talking about like my impressions of, of this album. This, this came out in 04 and mm-hmm. I just remember listening to this uh, my freshman year in college. Again, going along with listening to a bunch of music in, in, in college. Um, just listening to like the second half and just realizing, wow, this is like a really talented person, a talented singer, a talented ro- so- songwriter, everything. Um, I think he was just like, you didn't have a lot of that like soulful R&B at that time out in like mainstream radio and the Ordinary People was like a huge track. And I just remember listening to this album a lot and especially more the second half and I was like, wow, this is amazing. So obviously, so I flipped it around. Stay With You is my number one. Probably my favorite song of his of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really well done. It's not in your face. It's just qual- It's just good songwriting. I mean, there's nothing else to say about it. It's just really good songwriting. And he kills the vocals. Ordinary People, number two. Amazing. Um, and I really like uh, When It's Cold Outside. I really like that. So that's my top three. I did but not again, listen this to album, When It's Cold this whole... Outside. Yeah, Refuge, When It's Cold Outside. Wait, what? Here. Oh, play. I see it, I see it, I see it. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Album. It's cool that, like, you started listening from this first album that we have. Can you hear that? Yeah. It's like the second half, like uh, when he does it, when it, when, when it's cold outside, it's like the second half of the album is a gospel album. <laughs> and almost like, this yeah. is the part I want to listen to over and over again. The first half of the album is like, all right, cool. If it's on and it's like, you're in a party mood and it's like, okay, cool, fine, whatever. It's just, it is party music. The second half of the album, I was like, wow, this dude is really talented. 
like for him to pull off like a mainstream gospel album yeah. and sneak it in as an R&B album, I'm like, wow, respect. Yeah, so that's my top three. Stay With You, Ordinary People, and then Refuge when it's cold outside. I go back and listen to Refuge. It's it's just it's just a feel good song. <laughs> it's just a really feel good song. You can get you could get past the whole problematic first half if you just right. listen to the second half. Just start from ordinary people and pretend like tracks, you know, two, three through six was just an anomaly. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of this one song by Leslie Odom Jr. Um, I forget what by it's who? called though. Leslie Odom Jr. Aaron Burr and Hamilton. Oh, and Hamilton, yeah. Um, oh, did you watch Hamilton? I did watch Hamilton with mommy. How was it? It was good. Was it, every, was, it every, um, was it everything you expected? We need to, I, I feel I need like to make it time was, to watch that. Yeah, I feel like I would argue that it is more, although like, I'm sure it's like not the same as like going to Broadway or whatever. But um, before watching this, like I had only listened to like the original soundtrack and I thought I knew what was going to happen because the soundtrack is basically the story but there's just so much that is expressed visually that I was blown away by this performance um, especially with the rotating platform that is like one of the best parts of the musical whoa that sounds cool yeah, nice. during I Hurricane and Satisfied, very important. Um, nice. That's awesome. Okay, Leslie Odom Jr. Leslie it Odom is... Jr. Hmm, I don't know. Nice. It's on um, the album... The Leslie Odom Jr., I guess. I oh, forget he, does, which one is he has album. a solo album. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, it's about um, basically like, like also infidelity, but like he just sings it like so like soulfully that it's just <laughs> like nice to listen to. I don't know. Don't condone oh, infidelity. These are covers. But, these are um, covers. Really? You're talking about the self-titled debut jazz album by Leslie Odom Jr.? Uh, I think so. It's, it's just the album called Leslie Odom Jr. released in August 2014. Yes. I'm on Wiki, Wikipedia right now. So I'm looking through the list. He covers a song from my favorite musical, Spring Awakening. Really? Yeah, track five, The Guilty Ones. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Spring Awakening is the first musical I ever went to see in New York City, and it completely cool. blew my mind. Yeah, it's, it's, it has so many famous people in there. Like, the original cast, Jonathan Groff as Melchior, <gasps> Leah Michelle as Wendela from Glee, John Gallagher Jr. as Moritz, he was in a bunch of movies. He was in like Cloverfield, he was in the newsroom. Uh, who else? Oh, fun fact Gideon Glick, who played Ernest, he was one of the characters. I sat next to him at Lower Marion in my statistics class. 
What? Like, That's he went to Lower Marion and was my year. And then, like, I think, what was it? I saw it in 2009. I, I think, I, no, 2010. Yeah, I went to New York and I was there and I didn't realize this till years later because I had the program and I was like, wait a minute. This guy sat next to me three years ago in my statistics class in high school. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it's just a really talented cast. Uh, the music is incredible. It's the it's it's definitely a, a very dark uh, musical. It's basically like the coming of age in like 1800s Germany, um, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of graphic stuff in there. But the music itself is undeniable. It won a bunch of Tonys. I think it won like eight, eight Tonys. Um, oh wow! Yes. So it looks like he covered the the guilty ones. Oh, that's one of my favorites. That's a great song. I'm yeah. Trying to oh, that's cool. Song it is, but I can't remember. Yeah. If I find yeah, yeah, yeah. it, I um, will send it to you though. Yeah, that sounds good. And if you're in the mood for just like a good, it's it it might be kind of depressing, but the music's really good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't I can't just deny that uh, the music is really good. It's one. Of, it's probably my favorite uh, Broadway musical soundtrack. I haven't listened to Hamilton in, in entirety. I'll admit, but I'm sure that would be good too. But listen to Spring Awakening the soundtrack on Spotify. It's musically, it's really good. Sounds good. I will look it so, up. I recommend Spring it. Awakening. I recommend it. It's a double album. It, it'll take you a while. Great. Yes, but the uh, the music is okay. very good. Um, yeah, I think that wraps up this episode. Yeah, that was pretty good. Good, Andy Shelf. Any final thoughts? Andy Shelf. Would would Andy would Andy Shelf and John Legend be friends in real life? Ah, <laughs> uh, they have different. Is that vibes. the question? Maybe we should add that question to our podcast series. <laughs> Would yeah, the two should, artists we that we recommend be friends in real life? Mm, okay. John Legend is like life of the party type dude, and Andy Shelf is clearly uh-huh. like guy in the corner of the party type dude. Right. So he's he's early he's early to the party. Yes. Nobody has showed up yet. So they could bond if John Legend is hosting the bond. party, I don't know. Yes. Maybe he and Christy could get along. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. Could yeah. be fun. What kind of music would would this sound like? I'm just I'm riffing here. What kind of music would they would they make together? Andy Shelf and John Legend. Mm, I would say definitely more on the soulful side. Mm-hmm. Of like John Legend. So, so Kanye is not invited. No, no. <laughs> no, Ka- Kanye, Kanye is out. not okay. invited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So soulful Andy Shelf John Legend collaboration. All right. Yeah. One day. One day. Perhaps. <laughs> nice. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna cap it there. I'm gonna stop recording. Okay. In three, two, one. <laughs>